Amen. We're so thankful for the power of God that we feel in this place. We had a powerful service already in the early service. One was baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. We're so uh, happy today to have, I think I can say this for everyone, our favorite evangelist, Brother Josh Herring. He is so awesome. Awesome. He needs no introduction. Let's give him a hand clap of welcome as he comes. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise God. I was telling them this morning how powerful the name of Jesus is. Two weeks ago I was on a flight. I preached in San Jose and I was flying to Indianapolis Sunday night. And it was a San Jose to Phoenix, Phoenix to Indianapolis, and was on the flight from Phoenix to Indianapolis, and the plane was struck by lightning. And we went straight down several thousand feet. People were screaming, holding on to each other. I was deathly afraid, and, and I began to scream the name of Jesus. And by the third time when I screamed at the plane, instantly it leveled off out of nowhere. <laughs> Everybody was just staring at me all. Sorry, I know a name that's above every other name. That's why you shouldn't fear anything or anybody in the world, because you've got a name. And when you scream it with desperation, something happens every time. What is the name above every name? Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise God. What a life of the Holy Ghost. This morning we had a great service and a lady was baptized in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful thing on early Sunday morning. I give honor to Pastor Myers and to Bishop. And Who loves Bishop in here? Would you just make it loud? I... Man. We say everywhere we go, Bishop Myers, the greatest Christian I've ever met. And that's easy, hands down. And I love him dearly with all my heart. And I give honor to Brother Richie. Who loves Pastor Richie? What a great man of God. What a great man. Most loyal assistant pastor I've ever met in all the, all the years of evangelizing. And so glad my beautiful wife and our kids and the baby princess is here. And so glad she's here with me this morning. The, the Lord has been good to us. Uh, the devil tried to kill her multiple times in the last month. Uh, crazy choking episodes in the middle of the night and uh, random visits to the hospital constantly trying to make sure she was okay but God has come through the devil is a liar you know it's been a little bit of a storm lately and, and I, I, I told them this morning I said you know, the Bible says the devil is the prince of the power of the air and in the Greek that means he dwells between the ground and the stars so when you look up at the sky, the demonic domain is above your head in the atmosphere between the ground and the stars. That's where all the demons dwell. That's why it's a powerful thing when an angel visits you or an angel of the Lord is near you because they've broken through the airspace of hell to get to you. Anyway, but, but so that, that, that's where the devil is. That's where he dwells. And so uh, a few verses later, the Bible says God makes you to sit in heavenly places, which means to be above the stars and to look down on what's beneath. So truly, when you get in the spirit, the devil is underneath your... So... 
In 16 years of traveling, I've had four attacks on airplanes where twice the, light, the lightning has hit the airplane. Once in Alaska, the, I was on a two-seater plane. The pilot lost his mind in the middle of a mountain range and told me to take the wheel. And we started going sideways toward the mountain. And he was screaming and throwing a map up in the window and losing his mind. And at the last second, he grabbed it and turned the plane so we didn't crash. And then one time, a, a plane crossed us at 30,000 feet and missed us by just a few feet. And so that's the devil's domain. But there's a king that's above that domain. No matter what the devil tries, there's a king that's greater than everything. Someone said to me this morning, uh, all I got out of your message was never fly with you. <laughs> I was like, hey man, I would never have taken a boat ride with Paul either because his stuff actually crashed. You should feel safe to fly with me. It doesn't crash. God has been protecting me. Besides all the witches and stuff that fly with us, it's, it's a wonderful experience. If you ever want to travel with me in the air and have a great time and, and scare you, you will have a wonderful time. I invite you on our next trip. It'll be a wonderful time for you to pray through. Praise God. <laughs> Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 8, Acts chapter 22. People are about to get baptized in Jesus' name this morning. <laughs> Praise God. Man, with the baby girl, uh, life has changed. Dear Lord, my life is over. <laughs> She just whimpers. I remember the boys crying. I'm like, oh, they're all right. Just cry a little bit. A little, little worry about. She whimpers. And I'm like, what do you need? A car, a purse, shoes? Uh, what do you... Acts 2, 37 through 41. When they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, said to Peter, the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized at the same day, were added unto them about three thousand souls acts chapter 8 we're going to read verse 22 i'm sorry verse 35 and verse number 36 says then philip opened his mouth began the same scripture and preached unto him jesus and as they went on their way they came into a certain water and the eunuch said see here is water what doth hinder me to be baptized acts chapter 22 verse number 16 says this and now why tarriest thou someone say why tarriest thou Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. I want to preach to you from the subject this morning. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Would you turn to your neighbor and just ask them, what are you waiting for? Do with a little smirk, like what are you waiting for? <laughs> All right, Lord Jesus, bind every demonic spirit that would hinder a breakthrough. Release the gift of faith right now in Jesus' name. Have your way today. I worship you in advance for people being baptized in your wonderful name. I thank you. The devil is going to have a bad morning. I give you glory and praise. Would you clap your hands to the Lord one more time? Pray. And you may be seated. Praise the Lord. 
seemed like 16, 17, 18 years ago when I started preaching that uh, when we'd preach on baptism and growing up in church, watching dad preach on it, it would, it was seeming to me that the devil's tactic or hell's tactic at the time when it would come to someone being lost in the house of God and getting saved, the tactic was to condemn that person all the way to the house of the Lord. The person would come to the house of God just condemned in their mind, feeling hopeless and feeling like they were unworthy. They didn't deserve to, to be saved. And then so you would preach and, and God would reach down and show them love and mercy. They would come staggering into the house of God because they've been beat down by the enemy and, and they would come defeated mentally. And then you would preach and God would somehow pull them up out of the dungeon that they were in and sin. And they would get confidence that the Lord had a plan for them. They would come forward. God would wash away their sins and God would give them a brand new life. And if that's you this morning, by the way, and you've been defeated all the way here, I've got good news for you. There is a Jesus in this building that loves you more than you can fathom and wants to show you that love and that mercy. Is there anybody that will testify? I was beat down when I came, but I'm up now. I was knocked down, but I never got knocked out because the mercy of the Lord brought me out. He brought me out of the miry clay. The elders used to say, he put my foot on the rock to stay. Amen. But I've noticed now evangelizing across the world, the tactic of hell has completely changed. It's not. It's usually not the, the, the tactic of hell to beat somebody down when they come to the house of God. The tactic is to convince them they don't need to be baptized. Relax and be raptured. Everything is fine. You're already saved. If God's really loving and God's really merciful, in the end, He won't actually pay, He won't actually send you to hell if there even is a hell, and you're just fine where you are. Sit back and relax. And when it's time to go forward, don't you move because you're just fine. That seems to be the tactic that I am facing, or the spirit that I face across America when I preach about being saved. Is there something that comes up? It's not the human. It's the demonic spirit that rises up to convince the human that they are fine where they are this spirit has been around for a long time this spirit was loose in the book of Acts because in the book of Acts when they just had the greatest outpouring in Acts chapter 2 everybody around who thought they were saved said what do we do we we've been reading the law of our life and Peter said you need to save yourself from this untoward generation you have been chilled way too long you need to get desperate and the Bible said 3,000 souls were added that day the Ethiopian was just going to the to the house of God to worship he didn't understand what he was even doing he thought he was just fine reading the Bible but when Philip began to preach to him Jesus something in the Ethiopian eunuch said I've got something I need more than what I have right now I must find what this Jesus is see here is water what doth hinder me to be baptized and then in Acts chapter 22 when Paul was being converted Ananias told him why tarriest thou what are you waiting for you're brilliant you're wise you know the scripture but what are you waiting for this is your moment where the lord's trying to save you from going into hell nothing is more 
important than the day God washes your sins away, fills you with his spirit. That is the greatest day of your entire life. And if I was the devil, I would convince you it's not a big deal. I would tell you you're fine where you are. I would tell you can wait till later. I can tell you're not ready right now. When you get better, then you can go after it. I would say that in your ear all through the service and all through the preaching. I would convince you I would lock you down in the spirit until when it was time to come forward you wouldn't even dare budge because you were so convinced in your mind that you were good but if I was God and I'm speaking as the mouthpiece today of the almighty God I would tell you this now or never you need to understand he's coming back soon this thing is about to end and you're going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell and you need a preacher to stand up and tell you you need to be saved you need to be baptized you need to have your sins washed away nothing else matters I remember I told them this morning I was in a, a service a few years ago a couple years ago and they, they had the uh, person in the church said there was a man that was their neighbor who had stage 4 cancer he was in the hospital and so they wanted me and the pastor to go visit him the next day so we walked in this cancer wing of this hospital the next day it was so it was so um, it was just, it was evil, the demonic feeling I felt, this death everywhere. People were on the gurneys in the hallways, lined up in the hall of that cancer ring because all the rooms were filled and the people were waiting for either the person in the room to either die or be sent to hospice because they could not have a room. They were laying on the, I literally could just go like this all the way through and lay hands on people dying of cancer. It was, it was, it was a terrible feeling. The spirit of death consumed that room. And, and I, we walked in this room and there was a man laying in the bed and he was, his hair was down to his waist laying there probably in his 40s and I remember looking at him and his wife and, and we, his stomach cancer we walked up and we prayed and he kind of he kind of you know he closed his eyes and kind of listened and, and didn't really pray and then we walked out of the room we're walking by all the cancer patients again and the Lord spoke to me and said go back in there right now and tell him to get his life right with me tell him he needs to be saved and tell him what he needs to do he needs to be baptized and tell him that I'll, I'll touch him if you, if you do and so I went back in there pulled the curtain open I said sir his name was John. I said, John, I know I'm not supposed to. Do. I know you're going through a lot, man. I know you're in pain and I know it's rough. But the Lord sent me to tell you one thing. You need to get your life right with God. You need to make sure that no matter what happens, you get baptized in his name. Something needs to happen in your life. God wants to heal you. Tears rolling down his eyes. I left that room, preached in the revival and left town. Went away. A couple days later, the pastor called me. He said, you're not going to believe this. A man just walked in the building. I didn't recognize who he was. Was. He had a haircut. I didn't know who he was. He was the guy from the hospital. He said he was in the hospital. He told God, okay, I'll do what that preacher said to do. If you'll heal my body, I'll do. I'll get in that church. I'll get my sins washed away. I'll do whatever you want me to do. He said the doctor came in and they took a test and there was no cancer in his body at all. He served with the church and said, baptize me right now in the name of Jesus. They baptized him in Jesus' name. He came out of the water speaking in tongues. They baptized his wife in Jesus' name. Let me tell you about a name that's above every other name. A name that can stop a plane from crashing. A name that can kill cancer. A name that can wash away your sin. What is that name? Nothing is as powerful as somebody getting out of that pew. 
getting up in that water and being baptized in the name of Jesus. John chapter 3 verse number 5. The Bible said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. The Bible said in Mark chapter 16, verse number 16, He that believeth has baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned and i tell you baptism comes from the greek word baptismo to be immersed or submerged underwater if you were sprinkled if water was sprinkled over your head you were not baptized you were not submerged in the water the bible said we are to be buried with him in baptism which means to go down in the water and be raised out of the water why because baptism is a type of the death and resurrection burial resurrection of jesus christ you come in with sin you go down in the water when you come up resurrected from the water every every sin that you've ever committed is washed away and all things are passed away and behold all things are become new can i get a witness up in here anybody that knows about what god did when you were in the water There are people that will testify to you when they stepped in the water, they were a drug addict. But when they came out of the water, they were a Jesus addict because everything was washed away. They went down an alcoholic. They came up sober. They went down with addictions and perversions. But when they came out, when they came out of the water, everything was washed away. Why? Because what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Somebody shout his name. You must be baptized to be saved. That's not my opinion. That's Jesus' words. Have to do it. You've got to go down in the water and come up out of the water. Your entire body has to be submerged in the water and come out of the water. Praise God. We promise we won't hold you down long. <laughs> Some of you need to be buried a little while, but we, but we don't do that. <laughs> I heard someone tell me the day that they were baptizing a guy in Detroit. They said the guy was a big old boy and the guy went to baptize him and he lost his grip. Halfway down, he couldn't pull the guy up. That's a scary day. I just scared somebody right there. Don't worry, you're good. We won't do that. But you go down the water and you come up and everything is brand new. Every sin's gone. Every addiction, every habit, every word you've spoken, everything you've done, washed away in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, well, put up Matthew chapter 28, 19 for me, man. Matthew, thank you, bro. 28, 19. Go ye therefore. Jesus said, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Well, that's how I was baptized. Preacher, so I'm saved. I did that so I can just turn you off and I'm done now. Well, I want, to, I want you to read that with me. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. So apparently Father's got a name. And of the Son, apparently the Son's got a name. And of the Holy Ghost, apparently the Holy Ghost has a name. So let's find the name of the Father. John chapter 5, verse number 43. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. John chapter 10, verse number 30. I and my Father, Jesus said, are one. John chapter 14, verses 6 through 9. I never get over these verses. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father 
but by me. Verse number 7. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, from right now, you know him. And you've seen him. Philip's like, wait a second, we're looking at you. How can you tell us we've seen the Father? Verse number 8, Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. You show us him, and we'll be satisfied. Verse number 9, Jesus saith unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. How sayest thou then, show us the Father? In other words, do you realize what you're looking at, Phil? When you see me, you've seen the one that made made everything because Jesus is the well Jesus is the son of God most Christians believe that 20 times between Matthew and John you'll find Jesus Christ is called the son of God if you don't believe me read Mark 1 verse 1 you'll find it 20 times he's called the son of God most people have no trouble there where they have a trouble is they, they, they don't think the Holy Ghost is Jesus but, but we've got some proof here that the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus because in John 14 verse number 26 but the comforter Jesus said which is the Holy Ghost whom the father will send my name he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said to you he said he's going to remind you of the words I just spoke to you why because he's me in my name so in your Bible no one was ever baptized in the name of the Father the Son or the Holy Ghost because those are titles not the name but everyone in Acts 2 Acts 8 Acts 10 Acts 19 was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ what do you say if you want your sins washed away if you want to go to heaven you've got to get in the water you've got to go down under the water and the name of Jesus has to be spoken over you that's why you're buried with him in baptism and they baptize you calling on the name of the Lord and when you come out of the water the name of Jesus has been applied to your life I don't know who died on a cross for your sins but it was Jesus who died on a cross for me and so I can say without fear or reservation or hesitation that when I was baptized it was the name of Jesus that saved my soul Why Why do we baptize the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Well, because in 385 A.D., after the death of Jesus, that stirred up at the Nicenian Council. A bunch of pagans stirred up with the devil in there and told them that you can baptize anybody in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's not the Word of God. It was not Jesus' teaching at all. He said, I want you to baptize them in that name. Why? Because there's no other name, the Bible said, under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It's the only name that's saved saves you father son and spirit are titles i am a father of three children i am a son of two parents i have a human spirit but my name is joshua why because that's the those things are attributes of me those are titles that i have those are things i possess things that i have been blessed with but i am still not named father i'm not named son i'm not named spirit my name is joshua and when you get baptized and your sins washed away you've got to be baptized in the name that washes them away praise God hallelujah turn to your neighbor and say you need to be baptized even if you know they've been baptized just tell them that just because it's just to wake them up 
Ask him, what are you waiting for? You die in a car wreck today, you're going to heaven or hell. And not for three weeks or three months or three years. You're going there for eternity. You die in your sleep tonight, you're going to heaven or hell. Now, preacher, we don't like that. I know you don't. I don't mean to be hard, but I'll tell you something. One of the things the devil wants to do is convince the preachers not to preach like this. Because if you just let everything go, people come in and think they're good, then leave and die lost. But you're not gonna, if you're going to die lost, you're going to do it jumping over my dead body this morning. Because I'm going to be up in your face, whether you like me or not, and telling you, you need to be baptized to be saved. And I know you don't like it, but let me tell you, I'd rather you not like it and get in the water and get your sins washed away than love me and die in a car wreck lost somewhere. I'd, I'd rather you not like me personally, but get to heaven. in this world everything lives and dies it's all gonna burn but one day we're all gonna be somewhere for eternity i want to be on the streets of gold where the walls are jasper and the gates are pearl and there's a throne and a king on that throne and his name is let's stand right now well i can do baptize any way i want to ephesians chapter 4 verse 5 and 6 said this that there's one lord and one faith and one baptism verse 6 said there's one god and father of all who's above all the father through all the son walk through the earth and in you all holy ghost there's only one god that's why the bible said in deuteronomy here O israel the lord our god is one lord and thou shalt love the lord thy god all thy heart all thy soul and all thy nothing matters more peter said in acts chapter 2 verse 38 we read it earlier repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost amen amen would you do me a favor right now would you turn to all four neighbors around you and ask them if you've been baptized in jesus name would you ask your neighbor if you've been baptized in jesus name would you answer the question honestly yes or no if they said no tell them today's the day if they can't remember today's the day well i was a kid i don't remember it then you need to make sure there's no shame in making sure can i get a witness there is no shame in making sure that when I leave here. Nothing else is important as you go into heaven. In a moment, I'm going to ask you, if you want to be baptized, to come up here with me on the platform and hang out with me for a moment. And we're going to, we've got robes, everything you need to get your sins washed away. And God's going to wash people today, and they're never going to be the same again. The devil's about to have a bad morning because everything he's done in their life is going to be broken in one moment with the Lord Jesus Christ in that water. Amen. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let's, re- let's, let's repent right now of our sins. And then we'll go forward pursuing baptism. Would you repent with me? Would you pray with your own mouth? Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for every thought, every word, and every action. Every sin of my mind and every sin of my life and every sin of my past I repent of right now, Lord. Everything is in your hands. I need your mercy. I need your grace. I need your forgiveness. I cannot make it without you, Jesus. Please forgive me this morning. I want to serve you. I need you. I love you. I love you, Jesus. Somebody just tell them I love you, Jesus. 
I love you, Jesus. All right. All right. If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, would you please come forward with me right now? I'll wait for you up on the platform. Would you please come forward and join me? If you've not been baptized in Jesus' name, would you come forward with me right now? Thank you. Here we go. Come forward with me right now. We're going to baptize you. Come forward. We're going to baptize people in Jesus' name right now. You can come up. Anybody else? We baptize in the name of the Lord. There's more people out here. You, you, if, you think, if you think there's not a bunch of people out here, you're crazy. There's a lot of people out here that need to be baptized. I can feel it. So we've got one that just obeyed the Lord. Who's going to obey the Lord now? Who's going to obey the word of God? You must be born of the water and the spirit to enter the kingdom of heaven. Would you please make your way here? Would you please make your way to me on the platform? I'll, I'll be up here with you. You won't be by yourself. I'll be, by, I'll be with you. Anybody else in the building? Be baptized in Jesus' name. Anybody else in the building? Be baptized in Jesus' name. Anybody else? Come on, bro. Come on. There you go. Come on. Come on. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Everybody in the back, start talking to someone if they haven't been baptized. Don't be afraid of them. Come on. Anybody else? People are making their way around the back to get baptized. If there's anybody else needs to be baptized, come forward. Anybody else? Called spiritual warfare right here. You, you, Jesus, who's going to win? Who's going to win the battle for your soul? Anybody else? Anybody else? Praise God. Praise God. All right. Now I'm going to say it boldly because you all know who that is. Everyone look up here. Everyone look at my eyes if you can see them. You've not been baptized in Jesus' name? Don't you dare say on judgment day no one told me. You have nothing to say to God when he sends you to hell. Quiet, isn't it? Because this preacher just stood up and told you the truth. What you must do to be saved. Now that's, that's crazy, but that's not crazy. That's not crazy. You cannot stand before God on judgment day as of right now and say no one ever told me. Because I have told you. I could have preached to 600 people in here and got them shouting about stuff in their personal life in the favor of God. I have put it all out to reach you. So this is your moment. Hear me. Today is the day of salvation. You have nothing more important in your life than getting saved. Period. Can I get a witness in this room? There's nothing more important in your life than getting saved. That car's not as important. That job's not as important. Those friends sitting by you that you're afraid of their opinion more than God, that is not as important either. No one in this building, no one in this building should have more pull on your heart than the Lord Jesus who died on a cross for your sins and is offering you redemption and salvation right now. This is a wonderful thing right now. People are being washed in Jesus' name. Nothing in their life, nothing in their past has any control over them at this point forward. Nothing. Nothing. Is there anybody else that will obey God? Is there anybody else that will obey God? Anybody else that will obey God? making sure I'm holding the door open for you right now. Anybody else? Okay. Would you clap your hands for your new family this morning? Praise God. 
Brother Richie's right here. He's going to lead you back to the back. We've got ropes for you to change into. This is a wonderful thing. The devil can't stand this. There's about 12 more people in here than I've been baptized. At least 12. I'm going to call a prayer meeting right now. I'm going to call. A, I'm going to call this church to a prayer meeting right now. Because I, 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 this is you know I've been here a thousand times. You know, and I'm not missing it. You know it. There are people in this room right now being pulled by two voices. One saying let's go. The other one saying let's leave. Would this church help me pray right now? As we rejoice with them, would you come to the altar and pray? Someone else needs to obey God. I feel intercession right here. Whoever the prayer warriors in this church are, would you do your thing right now? Would you go somewhere in the spirit and pray? Because I have fought the enemy. I have given the word of God. But now I, you, I need your help to break down that pride and break down that wall. We're going to sing and we're going to rejoice. But we need people to pray right now. If you need to be baptized, come up here. I'm waiting for you. Come up here. We'll take you back there. We've got everything you need. But it's t- today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. Sister Lisa, go ahead. Today is the day. Today is the day. Elders, help me pray right now. Pray for the conviction and power of God to break down that pride. It's that spirit I told you about that says we're fine where we are. We're not budging. I'm not moving. It's a spirit of hell. Let the wall come down. Let the barrier come down. Let the barrier come down. Let the barrier come down. It's in here. This is your moment. June 3rd. This is your day. This was the day God called you. The day God reached for you. The day God said, come on. Here it is. Here's your moment. Obey the voice of God. There's an army. Your prayers are working, people. Your prayers are working. Your prayers are working. Your prayers are working. Your prayers are working. There are more coming to be baptized right now. Your prayers are working. Your prayers are working. Keep praying. Keep praying. It's intercession. Intercessions bring the walls down. Bring the walls down. Bring the barriers down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Come forward. The Lord's reaching. Today's your day. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Anyone else come forward? Anyone else? Today's the day.